This is TCE number 25, Forged Paperwork. This is Theology and Current Events, TCE number 25. The longer title of this is, Is it okay to use forged paperwork to circumvent an unjust law? So I'm traveling, but my home archdiocese where I am incarnated has asked me once or many times to say, I'm not sure how many, that I do not speak for them on these videos. Um, however, I'm just going to be quoting the saints and applying that to a tough topic that a lot of people are looking at. So hopefully every diocese agrees with Aquinas and Augustine and others. So if you want to look at the in-depth answer of is it okay to lie, is it okay to forge, I'm going to link two longer answers to this. One is in Catholic Answers, and the other is Matt Frad and Dr. Smith, Dr. Janet Smith, that is. You can find my show notes for a longer answer than this. But this is going to look specifically at a question I'm getting frequently, is it okay to forge paperwork? So let's look at what the saints say about lying. This first one is from St. Augustine. St. Augustine says, quote, A lie consists in speaking a falsehood with the intention of deceiving. St. Augustine, let me read that one more time. A lie consists in speaking a falsehood with the intention of deceiving. And then St. Thomas Aquinas in the uh, second part, question number 110.3 Quote, therefore, it is not lawful to tell a lie in order to deliver another from any danger whatever. Nevertheless, it is lawful to hide the truth prudently by keeping it back, as Augustine says. End quote. So, obviously, you could apply this to the perennial question, maybe not perennial, but the question everyone asks the past hundred years. If you are hiding Jews in your house and the Nazis come knocking, can you lie to them? Let's hear Thomas Aquinas again. Therefore, it is not lawful to tell a lie in order to deliver another from any danger whatever. Nevertheless, it is lawful to hide the truth prudently by keeping it back, as Augustine says. Maybe we could put in colloquial terms, you can never lie, but you never have to lay all your cards on the table. But let me give you a couple stories of the saints, because it's a little bit more than just re refraining from laying all your cards on the table. I'm pretty sure both these are uh, true stories of the saints. Sometimes these can become legendary, but I think these are both true. The first I'm going to tell you about is St. Athanasius. There was a time St. Athanasius was coming down a river in some type of boat. I don't know if it was a stand-up boat or a kayak or what. He realized he wasn't in his clerics or whatever the uh, Eastern bishop in the 4th century wore, um, probably some type of uh, garment and stole or whatever. And he realized that the uh, Aryan henchmen that were after him didn't know what he looked like and because he didn't have on his normal bishop garb as he was escaping down this river, he stopped the boat, and the two Aryan henchmen, probably sent by some Aryan bishops who were looking for him, presumably to kill him, the two henchmen in their boat said, have you seen the bishop Athanasius? And the bishop said, if you keep rowing, you will certainly overtake him. So clearly you can see from that story, the denotation was absolutely without error, but there was some wiggle room on the connotation right there. Another time... Uh, 15, what, a thousand years later, St. John of the Cross, he was kept up in a tower in a, um, he was kept in a prison by Brother Carmelites, real nice guys. They kept him in a prison. He thought it was obedience to stay in there, and then he realized at about nine months in there, uh, obedience doesn't include dying. Uh, so he escaped from his bad superiors who were keeping him in a, a dungeon, and he had to escape over, I think it was the River Tahoe, and could have fallen a very long way and died. But he escaped after nine months of near starvation. I think they brought him a little bit of water, tiny bit of food, probably escaped as a skeleton by this point, and came in to, he knocked on a uh, female Franciscan monastery. They knew he was a saint by this point, so they hid him away in there. Not too long after that, the uh, 
bad Carmelites that were his superiors came knocking on the Franciscans, looking for him. They said, is Fry wanted the cross here? And Mother Superior of the Franciscans said, if you found him in here, it would certainly be a miracle. So again, there's an example of um, uh, the denotation is accurate. There's some wiggle room on the connotation. Now, how do you reconcile these two stories of St. Athanasius and St. John of the Cross with those even more strict words that we heard from St. Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas? Well, I believe that St. Athanasius and St. John of the Cross might be explained by this quote from the Catholic Answers that I'm linking in the show notes. Quote, St. Raymond of Penafort in the 13th century and St. Alphonsus Liguori in the 18th have tried to develop a theory of truth-telling which permits legitimate deception without formal falsehood, end quote. Let's look at those last five words, legitimate deception without formal falsehood. Now, that only applies to life and death matter. That only applies to life and death issues. You see, for this run-of-the-mill mental reservation, just to keep yourself out of trouble, the people thought the Jesuits, maybe the Jesuits did do this for a while, it's called mental reservation. And just to basically think one thing and say another that's just playing word games with yourself. And this is what Catholic Answer says about that. Quote, Equivocations whose true sense is determined only by the mind of the speaker were condemned by the Holy See as early as 1679, end quote. So that was just after the Middle Ages. People got good at these mental reservations, which is really saying one thing and meaning another. And when this is just to go through life lying, that's an absolute no. This was condemned by the Vatican in 1679, if not earlier. So I'm not talking mental reservations the rest of that. You can't do mental reservations. Um, but there does seem to be some disagreement among the saints on deceit without lying. But we know this for sure, that denotation, remember, denotation is the literal or primary meaning of a word. There can be no error in that of what you speak. Connotation, let's define connotation. Connotation is an idea or feeling that a word invokes in addition to its literal or primary meaning, some saints, mark my words well, some saints seem to permit you allowing a double meaning in life or death matters, not mental reservations, as long as there's no error in the denotation. So I'll give you an example, and this leads right into the question everyone wants to ask me right now. Um, Can you take forged paperwork for what I'll call the serum? Now, there's a physician I know, and the people who come into his office, he hands them the serum, and he writes on the paper, they took it. (laughs) Okay, so denotation, check that off the list. There's no error in the denotation. He hands them the serum, they take it, and he can write down that they took the serum. Um, Now, notice that's not a run-of-the-mill mental reservation condemned by the Holy See in 1679. I would say that's a lot closer to the story of St. Athanasius, if that's true about Athanasius. On the other hand, the, well, he took the serum business, probably doesn't match up perfectly to Augustine's strict condemnation of all deception. Again, listen to that quote. A lie consists in speaking a falsehood with the intention of deceiving. So here's the conclusion on the serum thing, that all the saints would agree that lying on the denotation is always wrong, but there does seem to be some wiggle room among the saints on the connotation. Go back a couple minutes if you need those definitions again. But here's what we know every saint would condemn. Every saint would certainly say that while you can never lie, you can always choose to stay silent. Okay, now let's look at what I would do. Practically, again, this is the the topic at hand is 
forged paperwork for the serum. We all know what that means, right? I'm going to give you two reasons why I won't do it. The first is that we now see coming down the pike monthly shots. This is even making the secular media. This isn't um, conspiracy theory. I read it in the Daily Mail, which is a British secular production. They're now, pro they're now promoting monthly shots. So once you're in the system, what are you going to do? Get forged paperwork every single month for every single jab? Once you've appeased the big monster, you're in that system for a long time. So that's the first reason that even though I have access to very excellent forged paperwork, I'm not going to do it. Um, the second is... I don't like the idea of just a little incense on that serum. You know, um, Mike, whose uh, office this is, we did a, uh, a show on his, um, his channel called Restoring the Faith on how COVIDocracy, this COVID is really becoming a new religion. But if that sacrament of that new religion is the serum, then isn't putting a little incense on that bed? In fact, if you look in the Roman Martyrology, there was a girl, I think she was very young, and when they brought her incense to, um, to put in front of an idol, they put a hot coal in her hand, and she was so against even appearing to participate in it, she let the hot coal burn through her hand before she would drop it and make it even look like she had any participation in putting a little incense on that idol. So if, if uh, all the medical, all the health communism we see right now is truly an idol, do we even want to have the appearance of any participation in that? That's my second reason why I'm not going to participate in any forged paperwork for the serum. So let me summarize all of this. I do believe it may be permitted, according to some saints, to forge paperwork if the denotation remains correct. I do believe it is probably moral and permitted to forge paperwork um, if... Um, if it's a life or death issue, as, is, as it seems to be in some of these jobs. However, I would argue the more perfect way is to refrain from any forged paperwork precisely as the more perfect way is to avoid any appearance of evil. Please say an Our Father for me, et benedictio Dei omnipotentis, pacis et spiritus santi, descendet super vos et maniat semper. Amen.